But I thank God for being here. And I thank New Mission for accepting me to be here. But I also know that what God has started, he shall finish it. I also know that I was chosen before the foundations of the earth. Therefore, what I'm going through is just an experience of what God has already manifested in the spirit realm before I got here, before my mother met my father. This thing was already set in pleasance. I'm just catching up to the situation. I don't know about you. I'm just catching up to the situation. If you will have your Bibles, we will turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're just going to do verses 17 through 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. Amen. And the title, as we have, will be One Giant Step. One Giant Step. Amen. And it reads as such in your hearing. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. And all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not, not, not not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray ye, you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Amen. One giant step for man. Most gracious, wise Father, as I come before you once more again, Lord, I ask that you would decrease me so thou shalt increase, Lord. Have your way in this place. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. Only you can do. No one can satisfy the soul but you, Lord. So have your way in this place. Let's establish the truth in this place. Let's build a foundation of the truth in this place. Speak to me, Lord Jesus. Amen. One of the first things we need to knock out the way right off the rip is that if you are a believer in Christ Jesus, you can no longer hide behind the statement, that's who I am. See, if we can get that out the way, now we can go places. Because the scripture says, therefore, you are a new creature. So being born again, everything that we do is new to you <laughs> and it's new to me. And we don't get our next step when we hear from the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's why it's more important for you to pray than you be attending church. Because <laughs> if you're going to attend church and don't pray, you haven't had a conversation with the master. And I, I'm telling you, in order to walk like God wants you to walk, you got to have a conversation with the master. Because if you don't have a word from God, you don't know where you're going. I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of 
my days going nowhere. What I mean by when I didn't talk to the Lord, I was headed in the wrong direction. Didn't even know it, but I was headed in the wrong direction because I had no compass. If you are not led by the Holy Spirit, you have no compass. You need direction to go through this world, to stand, to stand firmly in this world. You are no longer that. And let me tell you, don't let people call you what you used to be. You are now a child of God. I am not Nene. I'm not your poo-poo, not your buddy. No, I am a child of the living, true God, and that's who I belong to. I don't belong to the other side of the world. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why when I get up in the morning, I lift up holy hands because I thank God for who he is. And when you're thinking for who he is, you don't mind working for the Lord because you realize how good God's been to you. Does anybody understand? You didn't wake yourself up. He woke you up this morning. He made your lizard. You couldn't brush your hair. He gave you the strength to brush your hair. And if he's done all that for you, why can't you give him praise? You are a new you are new. This is a new walk. You got a new walk, a new talk, a new look, a new vision, a new shout. Oh, you can't have yesterday's shout for what God done for you today. I can't shout like that. No, I got a new shout because God's doing more for me every single day. Every day when you get up, walk by the mirror and lift up holy hands and say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice in it. What I'm trying to say is when you see yourself, you ought to get happy. When you just see yourself, you ought to get happy. Never mind the headache. Dick God, you got a mind. You ought to just get happy. Therefore, 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 the old things have passed away. You are new at this thing. You knew it. You got to get adjusted. That means you have to learn how to die to yourself. And if you won't die to yourself, you won't die to other things. There's there's a there's a three card Ecclesiastes of four and twelve says we are threefolded. One of the problems is Christians why we don't walk in the strength we walk in because we 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 are short on one of the chords. There is prayer, fasting, and giving. When you are, if I take three and put it together, I'm stronger than any one. What Satan wants you to do is to give up one of them. So he don't mind you coming to church. Matter of fact, let me uh, headline. When you came to church, Satan came to church with you. But if you don't pray, that means he's got enough strength when you walk out the door that he can pull you away from the word of God. But when you fast, you learn how to put your body under control so your body's not running you, but you're running your body. The reason why some of us are so sick because we've been letting our body run us so long that we can't get out of the disease that we are into because we're so hooked to our flesh. I'm sorry. Sometimes I got to tell my flesh to decrease so that I can increase because as long you are who you feed. And some of us are putting more ice cream in us than we are putting the word of God in us. But if we would try the word of God, it would move out the flavor of ice cream and do you have a desire for nothing but the sin sick word of Jesus Christ I, I listen I can't have everything else I need a word from the Lord right now because a word from the Lord would deliver me out of what I'm going to and the word when Jesus was tempted the one thing he said out of came up as he said it is written 
What was he saying? He says, I can't be moved by your, 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 your dandling ticklings of eyes. I can't be moved by your situation. What I am moved by was from the beginning because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. He says, I'm not moving out of myself. I'm staying within myself. What we have to do as a Christian is you have to stay with the word of God. In the beginning, I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. Therefore, I'm not fooled by evolution. But I'm hooked to creation because I know in order to have an explosion, there has to be something made. But if there was nothing ever created, you couldn't have something made. So everything that comes that comes from God is for God. The only thing about people don't understand is there's two powers. See, there's dynamite that blows things apart. But then there is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has the power to bring any relationship that has been severed apart. If you will let it come to you. I believe in the Holy Spirit because if it had not been for the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't be here today. Because the Bible says that goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. Do you understand every step that we make in this world? It's called an incipitant fall. What I mean is every time I step. I'm always about to fall, but when I lift up the other leg, the Holy Spirit keeps me upright. Do you understand every step that I've ever made? Mercy and grace. Even when I was yet a sinner, mercy was still out in front of me, keeping me when I couldn't keep myself. See, see, some folks think the mercy only came after you get saved. No, mercy was there before you got saved so you can understand the word of God when it came to you. Because the Bible says in Deuteronomy 29, 29, that the secret things, uh-huh, the secret things belong unto God. And it is God who reveals them. The world can't pull back the cover of the word, to, word of God to you. Only God can reveal himself to you. And he does it in a mighty, 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 mighty way. He shows himself in creation. Even when we got out the car this morning, even though it was snowing, don't you understand that ain't nothing but God? Maybe, maybe I got to go a little deeper. Maybe I need to hit this from another ankle because we're not seeing what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing the power of the Holy Spirit. He says, therefore, therefore, old things have passed away. Behold, he's saying, I want you to understand because now that you're born again, you don't have to be judged. No more condemnation for those who are in, in Christ Jesus. What is he saying? Since you are in Christ Jesus, you can no longer be condemned. So we have to move to the word of God and realize that once you are born again, you cannot be condemned. Now, here comes the faintest question is, well, can one lose his salvation? No, you can't lose your salvation because you can't lose what you never had. You, you can't lose your salvation because it's a gift from God. And since God is all knowing all presence. You can't lose what God has given you. The problem is, some of us, we have confessed with our mouth and not with our heart. So we had an emotional experience and call it salvation. Let me tell you something. You can't be saved emotionally because sometimes you won't feel emotionally saved. You got to be saved by the knowing of the knowing of the knowing. 
I'm not saved on how I felt on Easter. No, I'm not saved how, how my grandmother pushed me up in front from the morning. No, I'm not saved about a trial and situation. No, I'm saved by grace and grace alone. Not on my works, but of the world of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if it was by me, I would boast. But since I know it was by him, I can't do nothing but lift up holy hands in the name of Jesus and the blood that comes down from Calvary's cross which holds me, which keeps me, which keeps me alive when I can't stand for myself. I'm saved by the blood of the Lamb. There had to be a sacrifice for the blood of the Lamb. And all things are God and God has reconciled. Two men were walking down the street and, and there was a lady and a man were walking down the street and they were crossing the street on Main Street and they seen the clock and he looked at his watch because he looked at his watch and he seen that his watch was off. And so he adjusted his watch to meet that clock's time. Well, then got on the other side of the street, they seen another clock and they, so he adjusted the watch to meet that, that time. And, and then they get, went farther down the street then they realized another clock was off. So they had to adjust the watch to meet that time. And God said he has reconciled all things to him. God says, don't worry about what time it is. Because what I'm going to do in your life is I'm going to adjust your clock. <laughs> and when I adjust your clock, I'll make your clock match my clock. <laughs> and then that way, when I come, you'll be ready. See, you got to be ready. Don't be looking at the signs and the wonders what's going on in the world. The best thing you ought to be is be ready. Because if you're ready when he comes, it won't matter what time he comes because you'll be already ready. See, we should already be expecting him anyway. So I can't walk in man's time. I got to walk in the time of the lower. That means that, that means that when I'm walking in him, I'm not adjusting to the world system because I'm not under the world system. See, I know y'all been taught some kingdom around here. Do you understand what a kingdom minded system? Therefore, I'm not governed by if I get laid off on my job. My job don't satisfy me. God keeps me. I don't worry about if my car breaks down, how I'm going to get there because I know that since I trust God, he'll make a way out of no way. I don't worry about when my bills get a a little bit high because God can, he's got all everything I've ever needed. Matter of fact, I know a God that could call the bank and let them lose your record and they think they paid the bill. There wasn't nobody but God. You've got to know God in the freeness of your sin. And when you realize who he is, he'll show up. But when he shows up, make sure you say thank you, Jesus. You've got to make sure you say thank you, Jesus. The reason why you don't get your next blessing because you ain't thanking you for your last blessing. Sometimes, sometimes we got to decrease so God can increase. That means in order to go up, you got to drop off some folks. Quit trying to take everybody with you when you're on this missionary walk. I can't take everybody. Everybody ain't willing to go where God wants me to go. Some folks ain't going to sacrifice. Some folks don't want to sacrifice. And some folks just ain't going to sacrifice. But I'm willing, if he can sacrifice for me, why can't I just give a little something? He's not asking for a whole lot. He just wants you to give just a little something. Can't you look, quit worrying about getting out at one o'clock on a Sunday. My God, you stay at work eight hours a day, 10 hours involved in the job, and you're worried about what time you're getting out of church. Don't question me about time. Listen, I don't let them talk to me about time at Miami. You know why? I preach till I get done. 
I preach till I get done. This word comes from the Lord and it's not about you. It's for you, but not about you. It's for you. He says, he says, he says, behold, old things have passed away. I'm bringing everything to him myself. I'm trying to get my people to come home. If my people would humble themselves, then they were here from me. I got to reconcile. I got to bring them back into the place where they be. I need them to get in the right position. You can't get in the right position trying to serve two masters. The problem is too many of us are trying to serve this and we're trying to serve that. And then we get confused on what day we're supposed to worship the Lord. Newsflash, you should worship the Lord every day. Not just on Sunday. It's kind of crazy to have a two-hour worship. Two hours on a Sunday, then you're done for the week. Then you wonder why you're limping. You're limping because you don't have enough fuel on the inside of you to keep you upright. You're limping because you're on malnutrition. You ever seen two dogs that was raised in the same house and one ate and one that didn't? The one who didn't, they call him a runt. There are some runt Christians because they ain't eating. What I'm trying to tell you is you got you to gotta get, get off of milk. You've been here for 20 years and you're still sucking on milk. You need to get up off the milk. You got to get some meat. The reason why people don't want meat because milk can go down very easy. There's no effort to, 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 to milk. But let me tell you something. When you start dealing with the word of God, when you start digging with some meat, when you get down to the crescents of things, you got to chew on it. You just can't read the word of God and just read through it like it's a newspaper. When I get to the meat, I eat a little verse and I got to go sit down and say, Lord, what did you just say to me? You're speaking to me from a different angle. I can't swallow all that right now. I have to go back a little bit more and read the same verse over and over again till it reveals to me what he is really saying. And don't let everybody else tell you what the word of God is. Check and see for yourself what the word of God here. You got a Bible? Does anybody got a Bible? Let me tell you something. This is your inheritance, not theirs. It's yours. You ought to read your inheritance for yourself. He says, I'm reconciled all things back to him. He says, now that we as, as, as ministers, we have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. I know we see the scripture says, but the darkness could not comprehend the light. What he's saying is at the last attempt, Satan was trying to put out the light of Jesus. And Satan couldn't understand why he could not put out the light. The truth of the matter in this world today, we are the light. And therefore, no matter what trial or tribulation that we go through, the church ought to be the brightest light that ever. Oh, I'm about to run out of here. Let me say this here. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. There's somebody in your family that needs to see the light. There's a cousin, there's a friend that you know that really needs to see how Jesus is working in your life. I, I know we got some testimonies we don't want to share, but the reason why you have a testimony is because God wants you to share what he's brought you through. How can they believe that you really trust God if you're really afraid to tell them what God done for you? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the power that which rises me up from out of a situation when I came. I'm not ashamed. I believe in the report. It says it is written and my name is in the Lamb book of life since my name is already in K 
can't nobody erase the page. Do you understand? Only Jesus can keep you when you can't be kept. Only Jesus will hold you when no one else will hold you. Only Jesus will bring back a broken relationship. Let's talk about a broken relationship. The reason why this thing started is because of a broken relationship. What are you trying to say is when Adam failed, the first Adam, do you understand when Adam was created, he never stumbled. Nor did he ever fall because he was fully man. So when he came on the scene, he had never failed. He was a grown man. And because of that, he had nothing in his way. He had no stumbling blocks. All he had was the Lord God. So all he knew was God. But when he let his mind, his flesh Overrule what he already knew. He ate himself out of house and home. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? I'm saying you got to control your flesh because he ate himself right out of the presence of God. Only one bite. See, you can't play with sin because sin will get you somewhere where you can't get in. But since he fell, he put him on the outside. He lived 930 years. Don't you know, even though he says at, at the way of sin is that he didn't die immediately but he died spiritually he was separated from the presence of God now he reversed everything in order things are out of order instead of God coming to him now we got to go to the Lord Jesus Christ Woo! he messed up a really big thing see some folks think it's small but it's a huge thing because it's wouldn't it be better if the father came into your presence Woo! not by the Holy Spirit but he walked in front of your sight and you can hear the ground trembling when it come up on him. I hear a voice and it sounds like Jesus calling my name. I've been up and I've been down. When I was down, I heard the voice of Jesus. When I was up, I heard the voice of Jesus. And when I'm going through, I hear the voice of Jesus. How do you hear? Because he dwells on the inside of me. And since he's rested on the inside of me, he said, if I abide in you, and you abide in me. What it means if you will let me come in and move out some of that junky furniture that you got on the inside. I'll put in some new furniture. And if you let me stay long enough, I'll give you a lazy boy chair on the inside of you where you can rest your head. If you want to rest your head, you got to be free. I mean free to worship, free to celebrate, free to dance, free to shout, free to moan, free to get happy, free 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 because god has set you free and since god set you free can't nobody can't nobody put you back in the bonds of chains but yourself you got to be freed by renewing of your mind therefore you if you don't sell it in the mind you won't never get it settled you got to tell yourself i'm free it ain't got a hope that i'm free but i know that i know that i know that i'm free and i'm free in christ jesus yeah ain't he good to you he's been good to you now it amazes me at times how people will shout about certain things well let me take you back i'm about to get up out out of here let me take you back I remember July the 24th of 1969 half the world was stuck the Apollo 11 goes up to the moon and he steps back to step on the moon in the world he said one giant step 
He said, one giant step. He said, one giant step for mankind. And half the world, they celebrated. When they called back to the center, they said, the eagle has landed. I remember people shouting, celebrating everything else. But I got news for you. I got good news for you. I know somebody that humbled himself. He poured himself out in order to come down. The only way he could do that was he had to do self-limitations. That means God is too big to fit in a human body, so he had to limit himself. At that time, at point, he was no longer all present. He gave up too much for you not to give in. He said, I've given up my dignity, some of my power, so that I can get into this little messed up body. When he got into the messed up body, he limited himself. But he walked this earth for 33 and a half years, sinless. That means it can be done. Because God's not asking you to do anything that he has not done. So what he did was, he came down. Notice, when they get out the spaceship with their little special suit on, they came down and they said for mankind. But let me tell you, Jesus himself, he put on a special suit for mankind. And when he came down, he touched it. Don't you know, brother, I want you to be aware of those who are asleep in Christ Jesus. The day will come when he's coming down. He's going to step down here on this earth. He's going to meet us right there in the air. Are you willing to be there when he comes? He's coming for his children. Now, it always puzzled, why did a Jesus do so much for a wretched man that I am? Well, let me figure it out. Let me go through my mind of explanation. Because the bottom line is, if God so loved the world that he, come here, come here. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So in other words, that Jesus is a, is a, is a gift from God. Yes. So he gave Jesus to the world for mankind. But why did he do that? He blows my mind. Because the truth of the matter is, we don't know who we are. When we find out who we are, we'll shout louder. But I'm going to get us to shout right now. Because since Jesus touched down, Jesus touched down. For for God to take mankind yes. and give mankind yes. as a gift back to Jesus. You are a gift yes. from one giant step. <laughs> you are a gift yes. if you are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Because the Bible says that he's going to present us spotless yes. without blame. Yes. <laughs> without wrinkles because you are a giver you got to lift up your hands in holy name because God so loved the world he gave a gift for a gift oh do you understand can you see yourself in that situation I am a gift and you are a gift and if you are a gift you ought to say so but the best thing I can tell you is you ain't wrapped up in swallowing clothes. No, you've been free, set free to worship God in a way that none other could do. So they celebrate that back then in 1969. I just want to know, is there anybody in the house willing to celebrate Jesus? Hey, 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 February 4th, 2018. Yeah, are you willing to celebrate him? 
like he deserves to be celebrated. Are you thankful for who he is? Because he's been better than you than you've ever been to yourself. He's been better than you than you ever thought of yourself. Don't you know that the Holy Spirit will come in and comfort you? Don't you know that I go through, but greater is he that is in me, that is in you, that's in the world. And since he's in you, you ought to say so. Now, no more should a Christian walk with his head hang down. If you are a child of God, hold your head up high. If you are a child of God, wave your holy hands. If you are a child of God, say thank you, Jesus. If you are a child of God, say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For one step, one step, one step, one step, one salvation, one Lord, one Lord, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one faith. Yeah, 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 I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. You got to believe, you got to believe. You got to believe. You got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to be transformed. That means you can't think the way you used to. You got to understand that salvation too is nothing but one step. What I mean by that, I don't know about that. What I'm saying is, I remember, see I got saved in 1972. But I realized as soon as I got saved that the spirit drove me to a place that I wasn't ready for. See, when I first got saved, I went under the water, but I came up the same way because it was an emotional thing. But when I met Jesus on Damascus Road, he knocked me off my horse. Now I know that I know that I know He's opened up my blinded eyes. Now I can see him more clearer than I ever seen. <laughs> see, we know that all things work together for the good of those who are called to his purpose. <laughs> the bottom line is, I believe Pastor Venice is trying to get some folks around here to understand their purpose. Your purpose is in Christ Jesus. When you get inside of him, you'll get your next assignment. But the problem is, don't come in here half-handed with Jesus, because Jesus don't deal with half or nothing. Either he wants all, or he ain't accepting nothing. I got to give him my all when I preach. I got to give him my all when I talk. I got to give him my all when I pray. Because if he can make one step, I know good and well I can make two. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Glory is his name. Glory. Glory. Glory is his name. Oh, we serve a mighty, magnificent God. He's able. He's able. 